Becky Clark and the South Alabama Jaguars are streaking 13 in a row heading into the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. It's Locked on Sunbelt. You are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. We have the head coach of the South Alabama Jaguars softball team, Becky Clark, joining us. How did this streak start? What turned things around if, if things did turn around? They lost three in a row to the Cajuns, and they have not lost uh, since. Uh, what about the circle? They got a little bit more help. It's not only Olivia Lackey. They got Jenna Hardy. Uh, and can they take down the champs? Uh, and she is one. If you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best. Also, if you don't know, I didn't know this, found it out last year in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. What's it like growing up with a, with a father that's a cowboy? We got a great episode for you. It is the head coach of the South Alabama Jaguars, Becky Clark. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Everybody getting ready for the Sunbelt Conference Softball Tournament here in Lafayette. Thrilled to have our next guest on, Becky Clark. She's the head coach of, well, the streaking, a little bit different old school, uh, South Alabama Jaguars. They have won 13 softball games in a row. Coach, what has, uh, what's been the difference over the last three weeks or so? Well, you know, when you get on a streak like that, it's always the players. Um They've just done an incredible job. I give them all the credit. You know, they have really um, stepped up their level of play and stepped up their own, um, you know, expectations of themselves and of the program. And, you know, they've just been on a tear. They've been on a push. We've had great leadership. And um, so I, I give them all the credit. I mean, they've just done a, f- a phenomenal job. What were the expectations coming into this season? You know, I don't think they were completely defined, and I think that was part of the problem. I don't know. I know we had defined them. I don't know if they had defined them for themselves. And um, I think now, you know, they they kind of had a, a moment where they looked at each other and said, hey, look, dude, we want postseason. Like, we want to do well in the postseason, and we want to make a run for this thing. And I think, you know, once they kind of defined that for themselves and had that purpose, um, you know, they had a little bit better idea of, of what it was going to take to get there. Well, I'm going to take a wild stab. I could be wrong about this, but did that moment happen after getting swept by uh, the Cajuns? Because that's the last <laughs> time the, the Jaguars lost the game. <laughs> you know, it had a lot to do with it. Um, we really looked at that. You know, that that series was wrapped in rain, and we really fought hard to get all three of those games in. Um, we, I knew that we needed to play them. Um, I knew that we needed that challenge. And, you know, I think the big takeaway from that that we really looked at and the thing that I really – you know, emphasize to them was um, their level of play was better than our level of play. And that was something that we could control. And um, so, you know, sometimes you walk away from those series and if you don't define those things, you think, oh, well, we just got beat. They were just better than us. And, you know, I just felt like we, we needed to break that down and get more specific that um, it was the level of play that was better. And so if we would elevate that part and, and we would really get um, serious about elevating our level of play and, Every time we step on the field, um, applying pressure to the other team every single pitch that, you know, we could take a huge step forward. And that's exactly what they've done. Well, let's talk about that. We're talking with Becky Clark, South Alabama Jaguars head softball coach. How do you apply pressure? It doesn't 
you know, not a very powerful team, not a whole lot of stolen bases, but very efficient hitters. How do you go about applying that pressure? Well, you, you have to play every single pitch, and I think that's something that's a lost art these days. Um, you know, travel softball, you, they, these kids are playing so much softball, and, you know, if things don't work out in one game, you've got three more or four more that day, and, you know, you just you kind of start going through the motions. And I think that's something when they get to us that we really have to try to to emphasize is that every single thing matters. Um, you know, how you do it matters. Um, the fact that you have to do it every single time, you know, the mental work, the physical work. And so I, I think just trying to get that across to them that you have to show up mentally every single day. You have to show up mentally every single pitch um, if you want to win at a high level. Now, if you don't want to win at a high level, I don't think it matters. But, you know, you can't um, BS your way through good teams. Um, you have to be able to execute. You have to be able to do certain things. And I just think that um, taking that part of it seriously and understanding that we have the ability to do that, we just weren't doing it. And so – you know, when you step in the box, if, if you take one pitch off, that one pitch can can change the hole at bat. Um, if you take the pitch you were supposed to put a swing on, you know, um, it, you put yourself in a hole. And same thing on the mound. You know, if you take a pitch off, that pitch is going to get hit a long way. So I think just having intent behind what we do every single time, um, the mental intent, you know, our kids always work hard physically. And that's what I always tell them. Like they always do the physical work and they go above and beyond. I think that nowadays you really have to teach how to do the mental work and how to do that every single time, because I don't think they're always getting that from um, the club softball that they're playing. Unfortunately. We're talking with Becky Clark, head coach of the South Alabama Jaguars. Let's talk about your ace pitcher, Olivia Lackey. How much have you seen her grow over the last couple of years? Yeah. You know, I mean, Liv is phenomenal and in, in, in a lot of different ways, not just on the mound, but just a great teammate, great person. You know, she's a very humble kid for the amount of success she's had. And um, I can't say enough good things about her. You know, every time she steps on the mound, she gives us a chance. I think that the cool thing is, is that we have two of them. You know, I think people people look at, at Lackey a lot, which they should. She, she deserves all the attention. But um, I think you also have to put Jenna Hardy in that same boat because um, Jenna has done a phenomenal job. And, you know, I think that you can put either one of them on the mound and you've got a chance to, to beat a good team. So we, we've been very blessed with two really good pitchers. And, you know, they're both of them are great teammates and, you know, they're very humble kids and they just do things the right way. And that that's a really big deal when you've got kids with that much success that, you know, they're not looking for anything special. I mean, they just want to get in there and grind and help their team win. So we hear that a lot, especially in softball. If I don't do it, the next girl will pick me up. But it feels like this time it's really true in the circle, whereas maybe Liv was kind of carrying a whole team. You know, so does General leave that pressure that maybe, you know, I don't have to be my best this time if, if, if I'm not, whatever the case may be. And then Jenna will be able to back me up. Maybe that takes some of the pressure off for you having to go to Liv all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you saw that this past weekend against Troy. Um, I thought Liv, you know, um, did a great job uh, in the opening game, um, you know, gave up one run against a very good offense and then a, a solo shot where she missed a pitch and, you know, that happens. And then, um, you know, Jen came out in game two and threw a great game and then, you know, threw, threw part of the, the third game and got us through that. So, you know, it's just, it's huge to have two of them. You know, I think there's a lot of teams in the Sun Belt that, that have the one, um, you know, I think Lafayette has three with their three kids. I think all three of them are, are quality kids. I think, you know, we've got the two that can step out there and get it done right now. And then after that, you've got a lot of teams that have, 
you know, one or, or maybe maybe two, and that's that's a big deal. I think that's why those teams are at the top of the of the league. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll be back more with Becky Clark. Was there ever a time where she was nervous following her freshman year that Olivia Lackey would end up in the transfer portal? But first, let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, Dave Schultz, back with more Locked On Sunbelt. Uh, let's head back to Becky Clark. She's talking about the girls in her circle, Livia Lackey and Jenna Hardy. Talking to Becky Clark, head coach of the South Alabama Jaguars softball team, Locked On Sunbelt. All right, let's go back a couple of years. I'll be honest with you, when the transfer portal on the NIL was, uh, was just coming into play, I was a little bit nervous that the baseball team and the softball team, Jeremy Lee and maybe – uh, Liv was going to take off. How nervous were you? Did you have to convince her to stay? Did anybody come calling? Because she was really good as a freshman. You know, um, we don't talk about that. Um, Liv is a very loyal player. Um, we run a very, we run a quality program. We run a first class program. We do things the right way. Um, you know, I think that she recognizes that we care about our players. Um, we care about them, not just as, as pitchers, but we care about them as people. And, um, you know, we've we've cared about her in all aspects of her life, in the classroom and off the field and the kind of person she's becoming. And so, you know, we we don't talk through that kind of stuff. Um, I'm sure she's probably had some opportunities. Um, it would be hard. to. I, I think I'd be naive to say she probably hasn't. Right. Um, but, you know, Liv is Liv is I, I don't want to speak for her. You can ask her yourself. But I think she's been incredibly happy and incredibly loyal and we've been loyal to her um so you know when you do things the right way and you bring in quality people um it's a win-win you know we're we're all about fit when we're recruiting we do not try to jam square pegs into round holes if you look at the portal we don't have a lot of kids that leave our program um because we recruit a, a, a kid that fits how we do things and how we run our program and then we work hard to treat them the right way and you know, I think that at the end of the day, they're, you know, they enjoy being there and we enjoy them being there. So it's a win-win. All right, let's talk about this Sunbelt Conference Tournament. How do you feel about single elimination versus uh, double elimination? There is no more double elimination. It is one and done. Yeah, I think we've worked hard as a group of coaches to um, do everything we can to to get, you know, three or more. Um, we, we feel like we have the talent to be a, you know, not just a, a one-team um, postseason. We mm -hmm. feel like we have the talent to have three and, and sometimes maybe even four teams in from, our, you know, from a regional standpoint. And so we've worked hard um, for that. You know, I think that the single elimination helps with that. You know, personally, I would like to see it go to, a, to an eight-team tournament instead of a 10, but we voted on that, and the coaches decided 10 instead of eight. Um, so, you know, there's some compromise in there, and I understand that part of it. But I think the single at least helps you – you know, what we don't want is one of your top teams um, going through there and, and playing a pitching a lot of innings and playing a lot of innings and then turning around and having to go into a regional and their kids are worn out. So um, we work really hard to, to protect the top teams. And I think that this will help do that. 
Yeah, so it also it feels like uh, it makes it more fun, I guess. Every, every, like you said earlier in the in the in the show, every pitch, every at bat counts, and at the same time, we're not worn out for the next week, just in case. Yeah, and you know the the whole point of a tournament is to have your best teams at the end, right? So, um, and the whole point of your conference tournament is you you want your best teams um, to be moving into regionals. That's the that's the way a bracket works. That's the way it should work, and so. You know, when I there's always so much talk and debate about all this stuff, and I always just go back to, are your best teams coming out at the end? Because if they are, then it's working the way it's supposed to work, and then you want to set them up for success as they move on to the next round. So, you know, I think this kind of kills a couple of birds with that stone. And like I said, I personally would like to see it go to eight, but um, we're at ten, so it is what it is, and you roll from there. Talking to Becky Clark, locked on Sun Belt, head coach of the South Alabama Jaguars softball team. Any issues with a, it? Doesn't really matter this year. The two and three seed, where you know all season long it looks like we're one a conference, and now all of a sudden for the tournament it gets split up into divisions. Marshall gets to be the number two seed, and South Alabama, despite finishing second, is the number uh, uh, three seed. Any? It, I guess it works out okay this time, but it could be an issue if you know it ends up being a fifth place team in another year. Yeah, you know, I um, I don't know. I, I've been doing this a long time, and I've figured out to put my time, energy, and effort into things I can control. And right. you, you're going to hear, you know, any veteran coach is going to say that. So it's, you know, it is what it is. You show up, you play the team they put in front of you, and you prepare for that team. And, um, you know, you step on the field and you take care of business, and none of that matters. So. Well, now the Sun Belt, you know, has these new teams. They competed in football. James Madison, uh, you know, probably should have won the uh, won the division, but they weren't because they, uh, you know, all the FBS, FCS stuff. Uh, we had three of the four top uh, teams in basketball were the new teams, and now we got Marshall. Uh, just like uh, the Cajuns, they have you have not seen Marshall this year. They got the triple crown winner in Autumn Owen. She'll probably be the player of the year. How do you end up? Uh, it really is like an NCAA tournament early on. If you guys end up playing Marshall, uh, how do you, how do you attack that having not seen them this season? Yeah, we were actually just talking about that yesterday, how much this feels like a regional that we're going into a regional because we haven't right. played um, the teams that are on the other side. So, you know, there's always kind of that scramble to um, start making sure that you're prepared for them, which you know, on our side, we kind of had an idea of where we were going to be. So we had already started, you know, that whole process. So we, we kind of don't wait till the last minute on that. We, you can kind of look ahead a little bit and know that you've got those teams that are going to be in the tournament and you start going ahead and putting scouting reports. Um, there's so much video now. And, um, you know, shout out to my two assistants, to Christina McCain and Hannah Campbell. I mean, those guys watch so much video um, that with ESPN Plus now and the different um, – services that you can subscribe to there's just a, a lot of video that by the time you get to these guys um, you have a pretty good idea of what you're going to see all right let's take one more time out we'll be back with head coach becky clark of the south alabama jaguars how do they take down the uh, louisiana raging cajuns and what's it like growing up with a father that is a cowboy it's great stuff but thank you so much for tuning in and subscribing to uh, locked on sunbelt we continue to grow uh, we got the Sunbelt Commerce Tournament here this week. Really looking forward to it. We've already had Jerry Glasgow on. We're, we already have Becky Clark on. We're hoping to get the Marshall Thundering Herd coach on. And, oh, my goodness, maybe even Keith Gill with the uh, Sunbelt. All right. Uh, also, if you see me at the ballpark, we'll be at Lamson. 
hopefully broadcasting my afternoon show on 103.3 uh, The Goat uh, live at 3 p.m. Thursday. All right, that'll happen with the Cajuns. And if the Cajuns win, we will do it again on Friday. All right. Uh, also, please continue to subscribe. Get your friends to do it. Again, the more that it grows, the more people that join, it just seems like it exponentially grows. And also, don't forget, you got the audio portion of the show as well. So if you don't have time or you're hopping in your car, you're welcome to download the audio before you leave anywhere you get your podcast. Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, Apple Podcasts. Just search for Locked on a Sunday. All right, let's wrap things up with the head coach of the South Alabama Jaguars, Becky Clark. How do they take down the UL Raging Cajuns? And what's it like growing up with a cowboy for a father? All right, a couple more questions for Becky Clark, head coach of South Alabama Jaguars softball. All right, so there, you guys are streaking. You've won 13 in a row, but you've lost a bunch in a row to the Cajuns. And one would think to win this championship, you're going to have to go through Louisiana. Is that a physical thing? Is it a mental thing? How, how do the Jaguars, and you only have to do it once. That's, uh, you know, probably hashtag always a bright side. Uh, how, do you over, how do you try to overcome that? Well, I go back to level of play, you know. Um... You know, I'm just I'm I'm one of those people. I'm I'm very point blank, right? It's very black and white. If you want to be the best, you have to beat the best. Um, you know, I don't like to look ahead and say that we're going to face um, Louisiana in the championship game because you don't know what's going to happen on our side. You don't know what's going to happen on their side. So I think it's kind of premature to to voice those kind of um, feelings. I will tell you that just in general, um, we want to play the best teams in the tournament because I think if you if, if you're really a champion, if you really are good at what you do, then you want to play the best teams and you want to say that you beat the best team. So, um, you know, I think with that being said, we, we just look at it as we know what we have to do. Um, we know the level of play that we have to operate at. Um, we welcome a challenge, whoever it is, um, whether that's Mar uh, James Madison or Marshall or U ULL, whoever it is, Texas State, whoever we run into, we welcome the challenge. We know that we're going to have to play well no matter who we play. And um, that's the fun part of this. You know, we don't run from this. I, I've never been that coach that that when the favorite the favored team gets knocked out of a tournament, everybody's, you know, all giggly and smiling because the 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 number one seed got knocked out. I've never been that coach. Like, I want to play those guys. I think that that's, that's why we do what we do. That's why you put the work in because you want to have that challenge. So whoever it is, um, we'll look forward to it and we'll, we'll you know, we'll – get get our stuff together and get ready to compete and get ready to throw down going back to last year how much and i believe it was last season how much smoother of a year was this year for uh south alabama because you guys had some unbelievable unforeseen issues with the team last year that had nothing to do with the team uh just some outside things that happened to the team i think there was like a bus accident and some, you know, violence that had nothing to do with the team that you were dealing with with these teenage girls. How much smoother was this year compared to last? I'm going to tell you, last year was one of those years that, um, you know, I've been doing this a long time, and you you normally don't have one thing like that happen. We had multiple things like that happen. And, right. um, you know, I tell you, I, I'm a person of faith, and I just always go back to that, you know, that, um, you know, God is a perfect God, and, and things happen, and it just kind of um, – helped us see that he had his um, protection on us that whole time because both of those incidences could have been a lot worse than they were. Um, they were already bad enough and it could have been um, way, way worse than it actually was. Um, so you just kind of walk away from that going, okay, God had his hand on us. And, um, 
you know, I, I'm thankful for that and grateful for that because, um, you know, when you're, when you're coaching young ladies, the, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, um, you know, ultimately it's a head coach, you're responsible for all that. And for, for them to have made it through all that and, and no one harmed was a really big deal and something I'm very grateful for. All right, one more question for Becky Clark, head coach of South Alabama Jaguars. I'm not going to let you get away with this because I found it really interesting last year. I think I'm right about this. Was your dad a cowboy? Did you grow up on a ranch? <laughs> my dad is a cowboy. and I'm actually is a cowboy. At, I'm at my dad's right now, and I'm actually in one of the barns, in the office in one of the barns talking to <laughs> you right now. So, yeah, I had to come up here recruiting yesterday, so I spent the night with them, and I'm actually in their tack shop right now doing this interview. Okay, so I mean, do you know how to rope a horse? What what do you learn? What do you learn as a kid growing <laughs> up as a cowboy with a cowboy Listen, for a dad? So, well, my dad was a train a horse trainer, right? So I grew up. Um, I broke all his two year olds. So from the time I was about thirteen until I finished college, um, I broke all his two year olds and would put, you know, probably um, ninety days on them, three months, and then I would turn them over to him. And um, I always laugh and say I'm probably. The only Division One coach that can break your horse, bail your hay, build your fence, you name it. Um, you know, I've I've pretty much done it. So it it was an amazing way to grow up. Um, it prepared me in a big way for what I do now. Um, you know, my dad rodeoed, and then you know the horses and me growing up breaking horses. I, that's what I always laugh when people are like, you know, are you intimidated? I'm like, listen, dude, I was I was breaking two year old horses when I was 12. So there's not a lot you can throw at me right now that I haven't seen before. So. When we need those South Alabama Jaguars cowboy caps. We need some cowboy hats for the Jaguars softball team. You can be trendy that way. I love it. I actually have one in my office with a big Jaguar head on it. So maybe I need to break it out. I'll, See, I'll the best my, part about this – go ahead. I'll bring my rope to the tournament, and we can uh, we can go out and we can rope some things. See, we, <laughs> well, that'll be interesting. So we do 15, 16 minutes of this. And, you know, straight-faced Becky Clark. I mentioned Dan and a cowboy, and look at that. We get a big smile. That's outstanding. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That's outstanding. Coach, safe travels. We will see you here in uh, Lafayette. We're looking forward to it. You know, bring your appetite. She is Becky Amen. Clark, South Alabama Jaguars head softball coach. Thank you so much, Coach. Thanks, guys.